Welcome to The Wisdom Show, a gathering place for the world's leading experts in the fields of human potential, spirituality, personal development, health, relationships, and more. Join us as we evolve together to the highest expression of our lives. And now, your host, Gene Swan. Welcome, everyone. We're so glad to have so many of you with us live today because we've brought back one of our most popular guests, Dr. Bradley Nelson, developer of one of the most advanced forms of energy medicine on the planet, the Emotion Code, a holistic chiropractor, physician, and medical intuitive. Dr. Nelson is one of the world's foremost experts in bioenergetic medicine and energy psychology psychology and his best-selling book the emotion code is helping people all over the world to remove emotional baggage and also to find relief from issues like depression anxiety fatigue pain and disease welcome back dr brad it's so nice to have you with us again well thank you gene it's great to be here and your emotion code program is so popular with our listeners it's popular around the world and it all works on the premise that these emotional traumas are clustered in what you call the heart wall so can you explain that so everyone will have uh, a clear idea of of how this works sure absolutely well what happens to us is that uh As we go through our lives, we experience different emotions from time to time, and some of those emotions are really intense, and those emotional energies can become trapped in the body at times. And when that occurs, the energy of the emotion actually becomes stuck in the body, and uh, that's a, a really unique and different understanding that we are gaining now about what emotions are. A trapped emotion is literally a ball of energy from about the size of a baseball to about the size of a volleyball and wherever they lodge in the body they will distort the normal energy field of the body and uh, when you distort the energy field of the body long enough you end up having physical problems and you end up having uh, uh, things like decreased circulation and you end up having things like interference in the the flow of chi energy and uh, interference in the uh, in the flow of lymph, so you're not getting rid of the toxins as well as you should from those tissues. And, and eventually what ends up happening, one of the first common things that ends up happening when you have a trapped emotion is that you'll end up having some kind of discomfort in that tissue or some kind of a, uh, some kind of a malfunction in that area, depending on where the trapped emotion lodges in the body. And so, for example, if a trapped emotion lodges in the area of your low back, you'll probably end up with low back pain. And if a trapped emotion lodges in the area of your neck, you'll probably end up with neck pain. Uh, But if a trapped emotion lodges in your uterus, well, you might have a hard time conceiving. And if it lodges in your liver, well, you're going to probably have a hard time uh, detoxifying your body. And so your immune system might start to go down. So it all depends on where these things lodge. They have a lot of different effects on the body. And what I found during all those years that I was in practice, I practiced practiced as a holistic physician for 17 years in a brick-and-mortar practice, and I was seeing all kinds of different things and all kinds of people with all kinds of problems. And what I found was that the, uh, the single biggest common denominator for all of my patients' problems was actually the emotional baggage that they were dealing with. And, uh, and we talk about emotional baggage, and... Uh, we now are understanding, really, for the first time, what our emotional baggage is, and it consists of these trapped emotions. Well, so imagine, first of all, that everybody has these trapped emotional energies. We all have these. But we also have something else going on, the vast majority of us, and that's what you're referring to um, with the heart wall. 
And what happens to us is that um, we often end up uh, building a wall of energy around our heart to protect our heart from being totally broken. Now, to really understand how significant this is and how important and how life-changing this can be, uh, it's really important to understand that uh, a little bit about what the ancient peoples believed about the heart. You know, the ancients believed that the heart was the seat of the soul and the seat of our creativity and the source of our love. And um, they believed that it was really the core of our being. Well, in Western medicine, of course, we, we haven't really tended to believe that. We've thought that the heart is really just a pump and we know what it does and we can transplant hearts with other hearts. And it's just a mechanical thing. But when we started doing heart transplants back in the 1960s, it didn't take long and people started coming back and reporting strange goings-on, reporting that uh, they suddenly had new memories of places that they had never visited before after their heart transplant. And people started reporting uh, that they were now um, dealing with different cravings, that their tastes in music or in food or sports had all changed radically. And in every case, uh, all of those memories and those those affinities were actually from the donor, and so uh, and there are of course a lot of amazing stories about this, and we could we could go into a lot of those, but but uh, I think most people have heard of stories like that, and we call that cellular memory, and uh, so obviously there's something more going on with the heart than what we have thought before. Now most people after they get to be about 40 or so, uh, at some point they. They're trying to get insurance or something, and they'll go in and they'll have an EKG where they, uh, where the heart beat is measured. But uh, that machine's been around for over a hundred years now, believe it or not. And now we have a new way to measure the heart uh, beat, and that's called the magnetocardiogram. And that's actually a way of measuring the magnetic field of the heart. And believe it or not, what they found is that the heart's magnetic field extends out measurably up to 12 feet in diameter around the body and probably much further than that even. And uh, what they have found is that if one person is feeling love or affection for another person, uh, their heartbeat will appear in that other person's brain waves uh, within moments. Okay, And so that's also another really astonishing thing that they've shown in the lab uh, over and over now that... Um, that your heart beat somehow, if you're focusing love or affection on another person, your heartbeat is somehow integrating itself into their brain waves. And so there's a whole other communication that we're suddenly discovering that is going on between all of us all the time that we really had no idea about before. Well, anyway, um, what happened and how this whole heart wall uh, discovery was made was uh, because of my wife, because she had a dream one day and uh, woke me up early one morning and said that uh, she needed help deciphering what this dream meant. There were three symbols in her dream, and, and she knew when she woke up that these were symbolic of issues that had to do with her health and well-being that we had not dealt with yet. And so she asked me if I would help her, and of course I said that I would, and so we started figuring out these emotions and, or whatever they were. And actually these first two symbols I think were some emotional things we hadn't cleared yet, some emotional baggage that we had missed somehow. We cleared those, and, and then I turned my attention to the, the third symbol from her dream, and suddenly I had a waking vision where 
suddenly before me I, I see this beautiful hardwood floor and it was absolutely just stunning. It looked like a mirror almost, but it was a hardwood floor, very polished. This is just the most incredible thing. It's hard to describe this, but I didn't imagine this. It, it, it just all of a sudden was there in front of me. And at the same time that I'm seeing this, and this lasted, by the way, for three or four minutes, at the same time that I'm seeing this, I have this understanding in my mind that my wife's heart is underneath this floor. And I had absolutely no clue in the world what this meant. And I told my wife what I was seeing and understanding, and she didn't know either. So we prayed and asked God for some help, and we started doing some testing, and we figured out that um, she had a wall around her heart. And the symbolic material of that wall was hardwood. And that's why I was seeing this hardwood floor. So she had a wall, so to speak, around that heart, a wall made of energy. And we found that that heart wall was actually made from layers of the emotions uh, that she had trapped uh, during her life. And so we asked if we could start releasing those emotions. And, um, and so we were able to release those gradually. And over the course of a, of a week or two, we were able to finally get rid of all of those. And when the last one was removed, uh, she had a real profound change that she felt. And the price that she had paid, you see, what happens to us is that We've all, the vast majority of us, I think, have been hurt at some point in our lives. Someone close to us has died, or someone has been really mean to us or has abused us, and we have felt that feeling, that heartache feeling, where you feel like there's an elephant sitting on your chest. You might, not, you might feel like you can't breathe, like you're choking. That happens when we're really under a, uh, an assault in a way, when the deepest core of our being, our heart, is being assaulted in some way by our deep grief or by someone hurting us or what have you. And because the heart really truly is all of those things that the ancients believed it to be, the seat of our soul, I think, and the source of our love and creativity and everything else, it's the most tender, deepest part of us. When we feel that, feeling like our heart is going to break more than once or twice, the subconscious mind will start to put up a wall around that heart as a defensive measure to try to keep that heart from being crushed, to keep it from being broken and destroyed. Now, in my wife's case, she was born into a very volatile family. Her father was a rageaholic. It was very dysfunctional. And she had felt that feeling, apparently, uh, enough. Uh, her poor little heart, by the time she was two years old, that's when she started building this wall and putting this wall up around her heart. And, of course, it's entirely subconscious. She had no idea. We didn't even know the heart wall existed until, uh, until I had this vision and she had this dream. See, Well, what we have found is that uh, when this heart wall is taken down, and, by the way, 93% of people have this heart wall and this discovery and i don't take any credit for this i it just i was in the right place at the right time and i'm just the messenger but but this discovery has been called the most important discovery in the history of energy medicine because as far as we know it, this has never been known before that uh that this specific kind of phenomenon exists with us and what we find is that 93 percent of people have this wall now, let me tell you how important this can be. If you are trying to 
find love and you have a heart wall, you are going to be disabled as far as finding love. If you're trying to find your soulmate and you've got a heart wall, good luck. It's going to be many, many times more difficult for you. On the other hand, having that wall taken down can somehow magically allow love to appear in your life. And I'm, I'm not kidding you. Um, I got an email recently from um, one of our practitioners who said that in January, among her other clients, she took on three single women who were, um, who were lonely, all wanted to be in a relationship. None of them were. And it turned out they all happened to have a heart wall. And uh, she was able to take down all those emotions and, and uh, take down that heart wall from each of those three women. This is in January. By, by February 14th, Valentine's Day, all three of them were in love. All three were in a relationship. That's the kind of thing that is going on with the emotion code. And that's, what's, that's really what's driving this and why, why, it's, uh, why we're having a hard time keeping up with, uh, with all, the, all the countries around the world and all the people around the world that are emailing us and telling us uh, that this is changing their life and uh, that's changed the lives of their family members and so on. It, because uh, uh, this, is, this is really not something that, um, that I ever would have imagined. In my wildest dreams that, uh, that this heart wall phenomenon could go on. It was hard enough for me to just understand how emotions could possibly create physical pain and could contribute to disease and cause depression and anxiety and panic attacks and phobias and not to mention all of the uh all the physical problems and the self-sabotage that we suffer from but i'm telling you right now i believe that uh that trapped emotions are the elephant in the living room in western medicine and uh that while we are uh, while we're treating cancer and all kinds of other diseases with drugs and surgery and things like chemotherapy and radiation and so on, the real true underlying cause in many cases, or at least a major contributing factor, is the emotional baggage that the patient has gone through. And when we start to realize that and we start to actually remove that emotional baggage, and the emotion code, by the way, is... Uh, is an order of magnitude faster and more efficient and more effective in removing these than anything we have ever seen before, when we start to actually do that, then changes start to happen. And then people start really getting the care that they really need. And I'll tell you something. I, uh, I built my practice on working with people who had been told there was really no cure for them people who had, uh, who had been through everything and had had every test known to man run on them. But you see, the subconscious mind that is within each individual knows exactly what's wrong with them, and we now know how to tap into that incredibly powerful database, you see, and extract the information and find out exactly what a person needs. And the revolution is now upon us, you see. The revolution in what I call self-health, where we can actually... Uh, work with our own bodies and we can work with our own loved ones and we can help them in dramatic ways. And that doesn't mean that there won't always be a need for organized Western medicine. There always will be. But uh, I foresee a day when the best of Western medicine will work with uh, the 
understanding that we can gather this information from the subconscious to the benefit of the patient so that patients can really truly, so that we can all really truly get what we really truly need to be as well as we possibly can be so that we can live fulfilled and happy and wonderful lives. And getting rid of that heart wall is such a crucial step because not only does having a heart wall interfere with your ability to connect with other people, remember how if you're feeling love or affection for another person, your heartbeat shows in their brainwaves. If you've got a heart wall going on, then you might be sending them an emotion of love, but they might be interpreting that as an emotion of anger or resentment because that energy is passing through the layers of that wall that is surrounding your heart. And it's a very real thing. And that's uh, one of the reasons why uh, when people have been divorced, for example, it's harder for them to get married. It's harder for them to fall in love again because they've got a wall now. If they didn't have one before, they do now. And um, it's a reason why so many of us are so stuck and why so many of us spend so much of our lives trying to figure out how to succeed in all these areas of our life, in love and in money and abundance. And so we spend all kinds of money going to all kinds of programs and listening to all kinds of programs and reading all kinds of books and trying to be successful and trying to make our lives work, when in reality, buried within us, in the heart within each one of us, is the perfect creation that each of us have brought into this world. But yet, we come into the world and then things start happening and we develop this wall around our heart and that wall is great if you're living in a place where the bombs are falling. But uh, once the abuse stops or once the divorce is over or, or uh, once, you're, once the bombs quit falling, if you keep living in that bunker or you keep living with that wall around your heart, you're really handicapped. And so getting rid of that is such a, such a critically important thing, I believe, that, uh, uh, that it really is, I think, the most important discovery in, uh, in energy medicine because of the results that happen when people have that wall taken down. And it can be, it's an amazing thing, and it can be so profound and um, uh, just... It's hard for me to express how important it is for you. If you're, if you're sitting there and you're wondering, gee, I wonder if I have a heart wall, um, chances are you probably do. If, if you're feeling stuck about money, you probably have a heart wall. Uh, if you're feeling stuck about your relationships, uh, if you're lonely, if you're single, you probably have a heart wall. If you've been divorced, I can pretty much guarantee you've got one. If you've been abused as a child in any way, or if you felt that feeling like your heart was going to break more than a couple of times, you probably got a heart wall. 93% of us do anyway. And so, um, so hopefully, in a nutshell, that paints the picture of what the heart wall is. It's, uh, it's an invisible thing. You can't tell if someone's got one. But, um, but, you know, sometimes we hear people say things like, well, you know, I had to put up a wall around myself. I was really in a bad situation there. And... That oftentimes can be a clue, but again, the vast majority of us have this going on and don't even know it. Right, and your results have been absolutely miraculous. Even the ones you just mentioned about those three women in six weeks were getting married. Yeah, that's that great. Pretty incredible. <laughs> um, and we have so many questions coming in. I want to start taking some of the listeners' questions now that they have the mm -hmm. background, if they're not familiar with it. We're also going to be taking phone calls live, and Dr. Brad has asked that the first people that call be in physical pain because that is something we can, um, we can demonstrate and Dr. Brad can demonstrate and work with. 
with um, first is anyone who's in physical pain. The number to call is 619-324-7283. That's 619-324-7283. And be sure to mute the sound on your computer. So some of the questions coming into the Q&A box on the webcast. Mm -hmm. The first one is, I have kidney failure and I'm on dialysis. Would it be possible to help this get better? Well, you know what? Anything can happen. And uh, I, I've seen things improve that I never uh, never would have imagined uh, could have improved. I remember once I had a uh, I had a patient that came in who had uh, who had lost her uh, her bladder um, function ten years before uh, because of a low back injury that she had had, and um, and she came in and it was on her very first session. I did some things. We released some trapped emotions. And um, that night, after she went home, her bladder function came back. And I never would have told her that that could have happened. And she, you talk about an excited person. The next day I saw her, she was absolutely just bouncing off the walls. And, um, and that was an example to me that the body is really capable of doing far more than we sometimes give it credit for. And I think that... Uh, uh, you know, if if you've been told uh, by by a doctor, for example, that what you have is incurable, well, what that means is that Western medicine doesn't have an answer for you. That's all it is. And Western medicine doesn't really have a lot of tools in their doctor bag. They've got drugs and they've got surgery, and that's really about it. And so if what you have can't be helped with drugs or surgery, then they will tell you that what you have is incurable. But, but really, honestly, um, there, are, uh, there are the six underlying imbalances that I found when I was in practice. And um, the number one underlying imbalance for most people, for most of their problems, is actually emotional baggage, like we talked about. And uh, getting rid of that alone will uh, often make a big change in the body. So... Uh, so you, the bottom line there and the answer there is you never know. You never know. Um, you never say never. You just do what the body wants and, um, and then sit back and watch what happens. Okay. And then we have Tanya in Hinton asking, Dr. Nelson, when doing an in-person session, do you always use muscle testing on your client's arm, or is there another way to muscle test? I know there are a few other methods, but which do you recommend? Well, you know, uh, during all those years that I was uh, that I was in practice, uh, a lot of those years I was actually using leg length testing, and I found that I could ask the body questions, and the answer would manifest in a change in the leg length, and uh, so that works really well. That's a method. There are lots of different methods. Um, there's actually a method that I could maybe share with your with your listeners right now that we call the sway test. That's another method. Uh, Muscle testing in person is great. You can muscle test on yourself as well for another person. And in the Emotion Code, we also teach how you can muscle test on yourself and you can act as proxy for another person uh, with their permission. And they can be anywhere literally on the planet. And so, um, so we have a, a whole network now of practitioners around the world that work with clientele. And their clients um, are 
often in other countries and on the other side of the planet, and doesn't really make any difference at all because we now know that what the quantum physicists have been telling us for over 100 years is actually true, that we really are, are all connected. And uh, so what I found when I was in practice was that uh, if a patient left and went on vacation or something and then they would contact me and they needed help, I could work on them remotely, and it didn't matter where they were, it didn't matter how far away they were, and the results would be the same as if they were there uh, right with me in person. So, yes, we teach a, a number of different methods of muscle testing. But um, the, I, can, I can share the sway test right now if you want. Yes, that would be great. Okay. Well, this is, uh, this is the first method that we teach for people who are not used to any kind of muscle testing. Uh, this is actually a, a real simple method that a lot of people actually stay with and use. And it's, uh, it's very simple. Here's how this works. All organisms will respond to positive or negative input. So if you put a plant near a window, it, you'll see that eventually it's growing towards the window, growing towards the light coming in from the window. If you put a plant in front of a speaker that's uh, playing beautiful, soft, soothing music, the plant will grow towards the speaker. If you put a plant uh, near a speaker and that speaker is blasting out harsh, uh, um, ag aggravating, annoying music, the plant will grow away from the speaker. In fact, the roots themselves will even bend away from that speaker. So. Uh, plants are like humans. We have this natural innate ability to respond to positive or negative input. And the human body has this ability. So what I'd like you to do is experience this. Here's what you do. Okay. Now, if you're sitting and you can't stand up, that's okay. Uh, just sit up with your back straight and um, make sure your back is not touching the back of your chair. If you can stand, this works better standing. Okay. We call this the sway test. The human body will naturally sway forward automatically, all by itself, towards thoughts of truth or positivity or congruency. So in other words, if you're holding those kinds of thoughts about truth or positivity or congruency, the body will tend to sway forward automatically, kind of like a, a plant growing toward a window coming, uh, that it, where there's light coming in. On the other hand, if you're holding thoughts of negativity or falsehood or incongruency, a plant or the human body will tend to sway backwards trying to get away from that. So, so just stand there or sit there, drop your hands down by your sides and close your eyes and completely relax as much as you possibly can. And I'd like you to think about something. I don't want you to think about your body, but I want you to think about a word. The word is war. I want you to think about war. Now, we hear this word all the time, every day, and there's wars going on constantly and probably more to come, unfortunately. But if you think about that word and you actually... Try to delve into that word and imagine what really goes on in war. The moment that you actually get into resonance with what that word really means, at that moment you'll start to sway backward because your subconscious mind will want to recoil away from that very, very negative thing. And if you haven't, if you haven't started to sway backward yet, just think about war and imagine, having to, imagine trying to explain to someone who doesn't know what war is what really goes on in war? What really happens? You know, cities being bombed and families being destroyed and people killing other people and all that terrible stuff. Your body, the moment you start to really get into resonance with that thought, your body will start to sway backwards. Now, you probably experienced that. Now let's start something really positive. Let's imagine that um, uh, now that you are surrounded with unconditional love. And 
imagine that everybody in the whole world, um, everybody in the world is filled with nothing but unconditional love for you, and uh, that God is filled with love for you, and that you're just bathed in this amazing field of unconditional love. And not only that, imagine that you are capable of unconditional love, and that, that the unconditional love that fills your heart cannot even be contained by your heart, and that love expands out from you, and it fills the immensity of space past the planets and out into the universe. Imagine what that would be like to be that kind of a person, to be capable of that pure, unconditional love. Uh, as you focus on that, becoming a being capable of pure, unconditional love, as you get into resonance with that thought, your body will start to sway forward. And I know that right now there are a lot of, a lot of uh, people on the line that are right on their tiptoes because the subconscious mind is straining forward, trying to get to that, because I believe that that is eventually our destiny if we make the right choices to become that kind of being, you see. So uh, that's an example of how the sway test works. The sway test, your body will sway forward, or backward, depending on what your thought is. You can also ask questions. So let's pose a question. Think about this question for a moment. Ask this question. Do I have a heart wall? Do I have a heart wall? Focus on that question. Don't think about your body. Just focus on the question. Do I have a heart wall? Do I have a heart wall? And if you do, the answer will come as your body swaying forward. Because that, in that case, that would be a congruent uh, statement or question. The answer would be yes, in other words. And the body will sway forward for yes and backward for no. Okay? So, so if your body swayed forward on that question, then, uh, then you definitely need to, uh, need to look at that. Okay? And, uh, and I wrote the Emotion Code book in such a way that if you were the last person on Earth and you were living on a desert island and it washed up in a bottle, you'd still be able to do everything you needed to do. Okay? You don't have to really have anything. Um, you can use a refrigerator magnet if you want to. You don't have to. You can use your fingertips to release the trapped emotions. And one of the reasons why the emotion code is becoming so widely integrated into so many different practices of so many different types around the world is because it's so fast. Once you learn how to do it, you can release a trapped emotion usually in less than a minute. Yes. And that's pretty fast. Yes, amazing. And thank you for the sway test, which is another muscle testing option for people to use. We have Jocelyn from Maryland on line one who's been waiting. Jocelyn? Yes. Yes, hi, Jocelyn. Hi, uh, Jocelyn. What, hi, how are you? <laughs> what's your question for Dr. Brad? Um, my, my life just is not working. Uh, I. So what's the issue you'd yeah, like to have uh, Dr. Brad um, work on today? Well, I, I have mobility issues. I mean, I'm not in a wheelchair or anything, but I have periodic hip pain, foot pain, mostly on my right side. And I will share with you, I went through a really grisly divorce well over 20 years ago. And as the sheriff was escorting my soon-to-be ex-husband out of the house. He told mm. me that there was no man on earth that he could not that he could not take away from me. I found out that he was um, not he was gay, and he married me for money and to have a kid. And nothing has worked well for me since then. Mm. Okay. 
Okay. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's take a look here, and we'll we'll see what we can do. Are you in pain right at the moment? Yeah. Um, right hip, right knee, right foot, and I have I have seen um, doctors, orthopedists, chiropractors. And mm -hmm. nothing shows up, and this this is recurring. It, it comes and it goes, and when life is getting particularly bloody, it shows back up. And right now, life is particularly bloody. I've uh, been I just came off unemployment after being on unemployment for a year and a half, and I still can't find work. So, mm, I'm okay, <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm sorry. Hang in there, and let's uh, let's take a look and see what's going on. Now, let me tell you something about the emotion code. What we teach people is that. The highest duty of the healer is to act as go-between for the higher power, uh, and so and that's where this came. A from. lot of background noise. Uh, I think that might be on your. Did you turn down the sound on your computer? Mute your computer sound, and that will eliminate it. I, I did mute my computer. Hmm. You know what? Let me let me turn off. Um, there's an air cleaner in here. Let me turn it off. Maybe that'll help. Hold on. We're not hearing the sound on this end, but let's see if that clears it up. Is that any better? Way. I'll turn my volume up a little bit, too. It's just very echoey. Okay, how's that? Well, Jocelyn, okay, well, I think that's that's, that's the best we can do right now. Um, so I think so. All right, let's... Okay, well, let's take a look here. We'll have a moment of silence so I can ask for some help for us from up above. Okay, hang on. Okay, Jocelyn, let's see if we've got a good connection here. I'm, and I'm going to be muscle testing myself to see if I can figure out what's happening with, uh, with you and what your body needs. So first of all, uh, let's see if I can act as proxy. The answer there is yes, I'm muscle testing myself. So let's ask, um, let me ask you, first of all, this, the pain that you have in the right uh, hip or knee or foot, uh, what's hurting the worst? The hip. It, it, it feels like it's, you know, like I've got something in my hip joint that shouldn't be there. Okay, let me ask you on a 0 to 10 scale, to, so we can get an idea how much this is hurting, uh, 0 being no pain at all, 10 being call 911, can you give us a number? Uh, I would how would you rate it? And a half. It's about a 7.5. Seven seven okay, half, all right. Particularly in transition positions, from sitting to standing, standing to sitting. Okay, well, let's take a look here then, and let's ask... Uh, is there an underlying, uh, let's ask this, do you have a trapped emotion that is contributing uh, to your hip pain? And the answer is yes. Now, I'm acting as proxy for you, which means we've established an energetic connection. So I'll go ahead and find what's going on, and I'll release it on myself, but that releases it on you because we're connected. And we explain all this in the book. All right, so let's take a look here, and let's ask, uh, what emotion this is. Now, we have a chart of emotions. There's 60 emotions on the chart. It's divided into two columns and six rows. So we can find the emotion. Watch how quickly we can find this emotion. Is the emotion in column A in our chart here? And the answer is no. We just got rid of 30 emotions. 30, 30 left. Is it in one of the odd rows then in column B? And the answer is no. So that means we've got 15 emotions left. Is it in row 2 in column B or row 4 or row 6? It's in row 6 column B. Is the emotion pride? or shame, the emotion is shame. There's a trapped emotion of shame. That's the lowest frequency of all the emotions. And let's see when this occurred. Uh, do we need to know more about this? Yes. Uh, when did this occur? Did it occur 
around the time of your divorce, before that, within the last 30 years, uh, within the last 25 years, 26, 27, about 27 years ago. Okay. So, uh, so 27 years ago, um, does that ring any kind of a bell at all? Uh, yeah. My daughter will be 28 this December, and she was a year old when I caught my husband in bed with one of my uh, waiters in my restaurant. Okay. Um, is that what created this event? Yes, exactly. That is yeah. what created it. Um, all right. So what we're going to do now, do, let's ask, do we need to know more about this? Now, when I ask that question, what I'm really asking is, I'm asking your subconscious mind, do we need to bring more about this uh, this event or this emotion to conscious awareness? And in this case, your body says, no, that's exactly what that was. We're going to go ahead and release this emotion now. Okay, so now how do we do this? Well, you can use any kind of a magnet. Uh, we use the governing meridian to release these emotions. Now, that's a little uh, river of energy that flows from the upper lip straight up the forehead and over the top of the head and all the way down the middle of the back down to the tailbone. Now, I'm working as proxy for you, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to use a magnet, and I'm going to pass that magnet from my forehead over the top of my head to the back of my neck, and I'm putting energy into that governing meridian. And because we're connected up and I'm acting as proxy for you, okay, uh, what I'm really doing is I'm releasing this emotion from you, and that's all that it takes. Let's ask if we've released that trapped emotion, and the answer is yes. Okay, so what I'd like you to do now is go ahead and um, move around a little bit, try standing up, sitting down, etc., and uh, let's see how that's feeling now compared to how it was before. It was about a 7.5 on the 0 to 10 scale before. Let's see how it is now. Uh, we'll go for 2. Okay, it's about a 2. Good, all right. Well, that's a significant improvement, right? <laughs> I mean, it's a stiffness now as opposed to a pain, and I, I feel like I'm like I even can breathe deeper. Okay, wonderful. Breath. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good. That's incredible. Now, great. Now, here's great what I want you to so think quickly. about. Oh yeah. Well, that's how that's how the emotion code is. See, it's uh, it just cuts right to the chase. And um, and you saw we went right back to the 27 years ago, you know, that horrific event that happened. And that emotion of shame became trapped in your body and has been distorting those tissues all this time. Now, listen, eventually, you see, trapped emotions are a big underlying cause of arthritis because you see what they do. They, they distort the normal energy field of the body. They create pain. And eventually, I mean, how many people have had hip, uh, hip or knee replacements and so on because of emotional energy? Well, I think quite a few, really, far more than we would realize. So um, let's try, it, try moving around with it one more time now, and let's see how it's feeling. This is remarkable. It's, I, I, I can move freely which i haven't been able to do and i can't remember how long and i know what moving freely feels like because i used to be a professional competition ballroom dancer so mm. when my body's out of whack you know i i know it, and it's it's just fine now thank you so much it's amazing <laughs> wow oh, you're so welcome <laughs> thank you jocelyn for calling wow it seems like a miracle yeah. amazing you know, I had, I, I, thank, thank 
you. This was I have been looking forward to this for a week ever since I came across my email. <laughs> oh, thanks so much for calling, Jocelyn. So glad you are out of pain. That's incredible. And we also have a call coming in now from Louise in Washington State. Louise yes. has been waiting hello. patiently. Welcome. Hello, hello. Uh, yes, I feel so blessed to have made contact here. Um, my situation is this. I, I, I've often thought that I've had a, I have a heart wall. Um, and, and my main concern today is a, a headache that I've had for close to a year. And, and I'm, um, I'm 74 and I don't know the reason. And, um, I've gone to several doctors, even a neurologist, uh, who, uh, did an MRI non-contrast and, and, uh, didn't see anything too unusual there and, uh, and, uh, thought maybe it was arthritis in my neck. And, uh, I have been doing acupuncture and herbs and, and I'm, I'm just baffled by this because I wake up in the morning and this very faint headache is there when I first wake up and then it comes and goes during the day. I have it right now. It's very mild, but it's so there. And, um, once in a while it'll radiate out, but, um, okay. for the most part it's in one section. Well, let me ask you this, um, to give us a uh, give us a number on this right now, it's kind of mild. But on a on a zero to ten scale, can you give us a number how it feels right now? Well, two to three, about a two. It's not, it's, you know, I can function, but it's okay. it's a it's about a two or it's a three at the most. Okay, all right, uh, yeah. two or three. All right, well let's uh, let's take a look here and we'll see what we can find. Now listen. Mm -hmm. I did have uh, one event where uh, I'm a dental hygienist, and I ran straight. I had an accident about, uh, uh, oh, maybe um, just before this happened, or, or I can't. I can't even remember whether it was before or after, quite frankly. Um, but um, I, I ran into a, a very sharp metal corner of a. X, an arm of an x-ray machine which did not budge and I, I ran into it very hard and I, I got a, an egg on my forehead just uh, right above my eye to the left and it's in my you know I thought maybe I jarred something you know in my skull or something I don't know but I did have a, okay. you know, a very big a big uh, a con concussion or something I saw stars I didn't pass out hmm. okay so, well that doesn't sound I very fun <laughs> well Here's here's what we'll do. Uh, we'll go ahead and we'll 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 ask your subconscious and we'll see what shows up. So, uh, and by the way, I just want to I just want to put out a disclaimer there, and that is that uh, anyone can do what I am doing right now. It's very very simple. Uh, we have children doing this, and um, believe it or not, uh, it's not hard at all. And you see how fast it is. It's really fast. So. Uh, let's take a moment. We'll ask for some help, and that's the key, is asking for help. If you don't ask for help, you're on your own. If you ask for help with God, all things are possible. So here we go. All right, let's see, Louise. Uh, can I act as proxy for you? Yes, I can. Okay, so here we go. Remember, I'm muscle testing myself. Let's ask, is there a trapped emotion that we can release now that is contributing to your headache? And the answer is, drum roll, please. Yes, okay, so what emotion is that? Is it listed in our chart in column A? No, so it's in column B. Is it in one of the odd rows? No, so it's in an even row. Is it in row two or four or six? It's in row two. So that means we have five emotions left. Is the emotion failure? No. Is it uh, 
helplessness? Nope. Is it hopelessness? Nope. Is it lack of control? Yes. The emotion is lack of control. So it's a feeling of being out of control or not having enough control going on in your life at some point. Let's ask if we need to know more about this emotion, and we do. And how old, you're 74 years old now. This occur prior to age 70. Did it occur within the last year, within the last two or three? I'm getting about three years ago, roughly. If you think about what's going on in your life around three years ago, does that ring a bell at all? Not at all. Not at all. And that's okay uh, because, you see, consciously we, uh, we live in uh, the conscious mind, which is only about 5 to 10% of our intelligence, but the vast majority of our intelligence is subconscious, and it remembers everything. So if you think about uh, everything that went on today, and then you imagine uh, maybe yesterday you were really upset about something, maybe you developed a trapped emotion, would you remember that? several years from now, probably not, but the subconscious does. So that doesn't bother me at all. So let's ask, do we need to know more about this? And I'm getting a no on that. So let's go ahead and we'll release this now. And again, I'm just passing a magnet from my forehead over the top of my head to the back of my neck once, twice, three times, okay? And uh, let's ask if we release that trapped emotion of lack of control from three years ago. And the answer is yes, okay. So go ahead and... uh, Move your neck around a little bit. Turn your head left and right and, and tilt your head back and put it forward. And let's see how your, how your uh, head feels now. Well, well my, head, my head and neck feel fine. I mean, my neck feels fine. It, it has always felt fine. And um, let's see. Oh, maybe it's the same or maybe it's a little less, but it's there. Okay. All right, let's see here. Hold on a minute. Uh, let me let me just take a look here and see if there's maybe something else going on with you. Now, we, we have another system that we sometimes use, that we often use, called the body code. And it's a it's the method that I developed when I was in practice that uh, enables us to, to really see all the possible things that can be going on with a person. It's similar to the emotion code in that it's extremely rapid. But let's just see if there's something else happening here. Uh, is there an under, another underlying reason for this? And the answer there is yes. And is it on the right or the left of this chart? Um, energy, post-traumatic, physical. You actually have what we call a physical trauma energy. So I think that when you when you hit that X-ray machine, uh, it, I think that yeah, that's what happened. There was a uh, an energy that was created from that, from that physical blow, and that energy is stuck in your body, and we need to release that. Okay, so this is actually not part of the emotion code; this is part of the body code. But I want to see if we can't fix you. So let's go ahead and release that. Okay, there we go. Now move your head around a little bit. Let's see how that feels. As we released that trauma energy. Let's see how that feels now. No. I, 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 I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. Um, I, I, actually, I feel some other little sensations in my neck or something. But... Um, Okay, good. So it was a two or a three, and now you're not feeling it, so we'll call that a zero probably if you're not having any pain. Is that right? Well... It's it's definitely less. My skin is this this. When I press on the area, it's still sore. 
Mm-hmm. That so. sometimes is not. You know, that that's not unusual. Okay. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes after we clear the underlying cause like this, sometimes uh, it can take a day or so. It's kind of like um, if you have a truck parked on your foot, um, sure. it feels great to get the truck pushed off of your foot, but then, you know, your foot might be black and blue for a day or two. <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh, Dr. Nelson, thank you so, so much. I You're can't so welcome. tell you how much I appreciate this. This has been an ongoing mystery here. So. Thank well, you good. so much. I, hopefully... I'm glad we were able to help you. Thank you, Louise. Thanks Thank so much, you. Louise, for Thank calling. You. God that's, bless you. That's Thank fantastic. You. Bye-bye. And we have Anne calling in from Denmark. Welcome, Anne. Yep. Hi, Anne. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I was a bit surprised. I haven't heard anyone uh, from Europe uh, coming to any of those TIL summits, <laughs> so I'm very surprised. Well, we're happy, we we're happy to ha- welcome you from Denmark. Yeah. So what's your question or Thank your you. issue that you want to talk to um, Dr. Brad about? I have a, I have a special, I have an immune uh, disorder uh, mm-hmm. giving me multi-allergic and um, uh, um, psoriasis artrit. Okay. Um, and I have actually had my heart wall removed several months ago. It was 577 oh, miles broad. But wow. nothing, nothing, nothing changed. Nothing okay. in any way changed. I'm very surprised and I'm very disappointed and I just don't know what happened. Okay. Well, uh, sometimes... Sometimes things improve right away, and sometimes things take time. Uh, and sometimes there are more layers that need to be removed. You never know. But you're on the call right now, so let me see if I can find anything that uh, that we can help you with here. Okay? Yeah. So let's. So give me just a moment here. We'll ask for some help. Yeah. Yeah. I do the same. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see here, Anne. Let's ask. Um, let's ask this this underlying issue that you have these problems uh, or the, these symptoms really of the multi allergies and, and the psoriasis are those being caused by the same underlying imbalances and um, and is there an underlying emotion um, is there an underlying trapped emotion that is contributing to these more than anything else that's going on in your life? And the answer there is yes. Okay, so let's see what that emotion is. It could have been anything. But again, emotions are usually about 80% of the time, they're the, they're the underlying reason for things. So there's a big emotion here. Let's see what this is. This emotion, is it listed in column A on our chart, or column B? It's in column A. And is it in one of the odd rows? Yes. Is it in row one? No. Row three? Yes. Okay. So is this emotion crying? No. Is it discouragement? No. Is it rejection or sadness or sorrow? It's not any of those. That is typically how we find an inherited emotion. And so let's ask, is this an inherited emotion? And the answer is yes. Now, let me explain. At the moment of conception, uh, we may get the color of our eyes or we may get uh, our, our, uh, the shape of our ears or our hair color from mom or dad. Well, we also sometimes get some emotional baggage, and that's what's happened here. Uh, there is, is some, uh, there's a trapped emotion that was passed to you at the moment of conception. Let's see what this is, okay? 
this is uh, is it inherited crying or inherited discouragement or inherited rejection or sadness or sorrow it's sadness an inherited emotion of sadness now did at the moment of conception did you get this from your mother no it came from your father and did he get this from somebody earlier yes yeah, so did he get this from his father or from his mother? Okay, it came from his mother. And did she get this from somebody earlier? Yes, from her mother, from her father. Okay. And did he get this from somebody earlier? Yes, from his mother, from his father. Okay. So, the plot thickens here. Did he get this from somebody earlier? Actually, no. Okay, so it, it goes back four generations. You got this from your father's mother's father's father. This inherited emotion of sadness. Okay, now, I just want to see, out of curiosity, let's ask, where has this, this energy, this ball of energy, where has this been uh, all your life? Has it been, uh, is it somewhere on the right side of your body? Yes. Is it somewhere in the left side of the body? It's right side of the body. Is it in the left chest area, left abdominal area? Is it in the liver area? Yeah, this has been affecting your liver, see. Um, since the moment you were conceived, now listen, your liver is, uh, is the bulk of your immune system, you see. If that liver gets out of balance enough, you're going to start developing allergies. You're going to start uh, responding abnormally to what should be normal things in the environment, okay? And, uh, and of course, psoriasis itself is kind of just uh, another offshoot of that. The skin uh, pretty much always reflects what's going on uh, in the liver, actually. So, can I, can let's ask, I do we need to know more about this, uh, this energy? No. Now, do you have any kids? No, I haven't. Okay, I all right. Have because, any, I, I can't have kids. Okay. Because sometimes... The, uh, go ahead. The artrit is much worse than the psoriasis. Okay. So, how old are you right now, Anne? 60. 60, okay. All right, here we go. All right, let's go ahead and uh, we'll ask, do we need to know more about this? And the answer is no, so let's go ahead and release this energy right now. Oh, okay. And it takes 10 swipes of a magnet. Yeah. There's four, five, eight, nine, ten. We'll give you one more just for the road there, all right? <laughs> and let's ask. Did we release that inherited emotion of sadness from you? Yes, we did. Now, did that also release from your father? Yes. And from his mother? Yes. And from her father? Yes. And from his father? Yes. Now, that's what we find with these inherited emotions is that these ancestors of ours, they may be physically dead, but they're not spiritually dead. They're still alive somewhere, wherever they are and we can release these energies from them as well. So that's what showed up with you as the single biggest uh, underlying cause. Now there may be more other, there may be more underlying causes of these of these conditions that you have. But um, yeah. what I'd like you to do, how, how do you, how are you feeling right at this moment? What are you, are you noticing anything going on in your body right now? Yeah, yeah I have uh, the last uh, seven eight weeks. I had uh, I've had uh, a lot of pain in my neck and shoulders and the upper upper back. Really. Uh -huh. Really hard. And how's that feeling now? It's better. I've had a, a several times in my life. I have a feeling of the, something heavy on my back, uh, like yes. uh, an extra burden all the time. 
and it has been very heavy uh, in the last time, uh, in the several, uh, last several weeks. And right now it feels a kind of warmth and not Good. so much pain. Good. Well, oftentimes that heaviness that we feel, sometimes it's a heaviness in the chest or, or like you described, uh, in the neck and the shoulders and so on, oftentimes that is how these emotional energies manifest. If you could put on your special trapped emotion glasses and see these things, you'd see that everybody has these and they affect us, but the problem is they're invisible. They exist uh, on the quantum level, on the energy field level, and so we don't see them, but we definitely feel their effects. So, Anne, thank you so much. Uh, you can go to our website at healerslibrary.com. That's H-E-A-L-E-R-S, library.com. And if you click on the support button, uh, you can send us an email and let us know how you're doing, okay? And yeah. Uh, yeah. do let me know how you do with this, because I think just releasing this one thing could make a, a big, big difference for you, okay? Oh, I really hope so. I had the program. I bought it some uh, months ago. I think it was uh, Your World Revolution. Um, but I haven't been able to test myself. It just doesn't function. I hope well, you might be able to. You, you may be able to now after releasing that sadness. Yeah, I think you so, because, Yeah, I, I, very, yeah. very possible. So Thanks. let us know how you do. Okay. Thank you so much, yeah, I Anne. I will. Yeah. Thanks, Anne. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. And we have so many more questions coming in. Dr. Nelson, this is Jean from Costa Mesa. I have learned to feel all my emotions fully without judgment as they arise and witness their effect and movement in my body. I've noticed this practice does lessen their intensity and duration. Can you release a heart wall on your own through such practices? Uh, well, yes, you can. I think that there's, uh, I think there's more than one way to release the heart wall, but... Um, but uh, the emotion code is the only way that we know of to, uh, to release the heart wall in, a, in kind of a systematic fashion. I think, that, uh, I think that if you have enough faith, you can pray to, and ask God to take down that wall, and I think that he obviously is capable of doing that. But, um, but for most people, the emotion code is the easiest, fastest, simplest way to, uh, to take that wall down, and you absolutely can do it uh, on yourself, you bet. Another question is, do you develop heart walls throughout your life on different issues, or do you clear the heart wall once in your life? Well, for, for most people, you clear the heart wall one time, but uh, I always recommend that people, uh, that people check it periodically. Uh, depending on what's going on in your life, if you're, if you're going through some kind of a rough uh, patch, and uh, you're feeling a lot of intense emotion, it's possible that another wall could get put up. And typically, if that happens, uh, it, it usually won't be more than, emo than one or two emotions, but, uh, but you never know, and it's always a good idea to recheck it. It's something that you want to kind of uh, keep an eye on through your life so that you don't end up creating one uh, and, and not know about it. The next question is... Um we have someone asking, they have thyroid problems, but every doctor mm -hmm. tells them their levels are fine, yet they still have symptoms. Could you tell them if maybe the problem is a blocked emotion? Well, you know, uh, it's, it's definitely possible because, um, think about it, okay, if, if a trapped emotion lodges in the area of the, of the neck, okay, and uh, the thyroid is within the area of that trapped emotion, 
every chemical reaction taking place in the thyroid now is a little bit distorted by that energy field. And uh, everything that the thyroid does now is going to be distorted and imbalanced. And so the thyroid is going to be diminished in its ability to function normally. So can trapped emotions be part of thyroid malfunction? Well, trapped emotions can be part of malfunction in any organ, in any joint, in any tissue, uh, in any nerve uh, in the body, anywhere. Because it just depends on where the trapped emotion lodges. Now, trapped emotions will often lodge in an area where there is some kind of a pre-existing weakness, where maybe you've had some kind of infection or maybe a bruise or something. Uh, then they will also lodge in areas that have some kind of a metaphysical significance. For example, uh, if, you, uh, if you feel like you're, uh, you're breaking your back to make a living and that's what elicits the trapped uh, emotion, that feeling of frustration, for example, that trapped emotion is probably going to lodge in your back. If you feel like you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders, well, trapped emotion will probably lodge in the shoulders. If you develop a trapped emotion because you're going through a divorce, it's probably going to lodge in, in the, uh, one of the breasts or maybe in the uterus. And so um, so that's where these things occur. So, yes, uh, the, the short answer there is uh, you never know. Absolutely, it's possible. Also, uh, Doreen is asking from Minnesota, a family member has cancer, and I recall an incident 40 years ago involving the cancer site, but there's no openness to anything but what the doctor says. Does this mean the emotion code can't be used when there's no agreement on the part of the patient? Well, you know, uh, people need to uh, do need to have some level of openness um, or belief to this work because, you see, what I learned in all those years that I was in practice, seeing uh, all of my patients that I loved uh, day in and day out and their children and, and uh, all their families, was that um, if a person has no belief in their doctor, the doctor might be the best doctor in the world, but if that person has no belief that they can be helped, no matter what that doctor does, it's not going to help them. And you can talk to any doctor, and eventually, if they've been in practice long enough, they'll tell you that that they know that that's true. People have to have some kind of belief or they're not going to go anywhere. And so uh, it's difficult to deal with people that, that just don't want to get well or have no level of belief in what you're doing. What we recommend for people is to spend your time with people that actually do want to be helped and do have some level of belief and let the other ones uh, simmer for a while and maybe they'll come around. Uh, one of the things that you can do to bring someone up to your own level of belief about this is to just give them a copy of the Emotion Code book. And reading that book, uh, is the book is so easy to understand and the stories in there are so powerful that uh, it will bring them to a, a level, to the same level that you're at, or to a level where you can work with them faster than about anything else we've seen. Okay, and John from Valencia, Spain is asking, can you test a child while they're sleeping? <laughs> yes, you can. In fact, there are, uh, there's a great story in the Emotion Code book that I'll share with you just really quickly. Um, my, uh, one of my twin boys, they're 23 years old now, but when they were little, um, one of them had a problem with his speech, and he wouldn't speak in full sentences. And we thought there was something wrong. His brother was a chatterbox. He was a twin. And uh, we took him to, to a hearing specialist, and his hearing was fine, and we took him to a couple different people. Nobody could figure out what was wrong with him. And it was around that time that we were starting to discover uh, all of this truth about trapped emotions. And so one day we worked on him when he was asleep. And uh, my wife acted as surrogate, 
and we teach all of that in the book. It's very easy to do. But she would she just touched him with one arm and held out her other arm, and I'm asked questions, directed my questions at him, and then her arm would either go strong or weak for the answers, and that's how that works. It's really interesting and fun. That's how we work on animals, too, by the way. It's one of the ways, and we teach you. There's a whole chapter about animals in the book, and you can release trapped emotions from animals. With this method, you actually become an animal whisperer. And we have people that are actually doing that for a living now, just uh, you know, from, from reading the book and getting certified and so on. Well, anyway, we found he had an inherited trapped emotion of anger from his uh, grandfather, my, my wife's father, who was the rageaholic. And he had a couple of other trapped emotions. We released those. He never knew we even worked on him. Well, the next morning, uh, my wife and I will never, ever forget, uh, suddenly this kid, he's four years old, is speaking in full-blown sentences with periods and exclamation points and question marks. It was unbelievable, hilarious. But it was just a mind-blowing example of how powerful this is. So the answer to that one is definitely yes. And we're going to tell people how they can learn to do this in just a few minutes with your Emotion Code program. Just a couple more questions that we have time to get to. Um, John, also in Spain, is asking um, the same person, what can you do if someone tests yes and no to the same question? Well, then there's something going on with the, uh, with the, either the tester or the person. And uh, so one of the things that most of our practitioners end up doing is they, they most of them end up testing themselves. Now, uh, for a long time, uh, uh, this testing was only done from one person to another. So in other words, if you're working on someone, they'd hold their arm out and you would ask questions and their arm would either stay strong or go weak. And, uh, and that's great, but, and we teach that. But uh, once you learn how to do the testing on yourself, then you can test yourself for that other person. If they're at a distance, you can do that by proxy. If they're right there with you, you can simply ask questions, and those answers will manifest on your own body. So if you're testing your own uh, muscles and you ask them a question and the answer is no, your muscles will go weak. And uh, so generally that's how I do it when I'm working with uh, people, which I don't do much anymore except as demonstration purposes. But uh, when I'm doing it, what I'll do is uh, uh, I'll go ahead and test myself and uh, get the answers on my own body. And then when I want to actually show the person something, I will, I will then go ahead and show them the muscle test on their own body so they can feel the change. But most people find that, uh, that it's easier to test on your own body and it's faster and more convenient. And, um, and that way, uh, if you know how to do that, then you can actually work on people at a distance very easily. We have Judy from Las Vegas saying that her father suffered a cardiac arrest in front of her. He was revived at the time. She hasn't been able to get past the experience. She has become convinced she could also have a heart attack. She has anxiety and phobia around the event. She's asking for help, and it sounds like what she needs is the Emotion Code program or to find a practitioner. Uh-huh. And well, they can uh, find that at thehealerslibrary.com, right? Yeah, it's actually healerslibrary.com. And, um, and if you go to healerslibrary.com, you'll see a link there uh, that uh, it says find a practitioner, and you can just click that link. And uh, we've got staff practitioners. We've got, uh, we've got a, a Google map of the whole entire earth, and uh, you can find people. We've got people in Saudi Arabia. We've got people in Australia, New Zealand, and Africa, and South America, and uh, uh, the Pacific, and so on, Japan, uh, the Philippines. So... And, of course, all over Europe, too. So you can find somebody that can work with you if that's what you want to do. You can work on yourself. But um, 
sometimes it's nice to have someone else work with you and you can find someone and they don't have to be in your own town. They can be anywhere, literally on the planet. And you might find that the person that resonates best with you is on the other side of the planet and that's okay because uh, that's how this work is done and there's no difference really. So. so for anyone who wants to have the program for themselves, they can go to thewisdomshow.com under special offers and they will see Dr. Brad's uh, motion code program. So in that program, people will learn about the charts you were referring to as to where the emotions are, about muscle testing. Dr. Brad, can you explain what the package includes so that people can get started doing this themselves? Well, yes, absolutely. First of all, uh, this is this is a really wonderful offer that we've put together for you. It's a $375 value that's only $97, and it actually has a 100% money-back guarantee as well, so that you really have nothing to lose. But basically, you know, I've been all over the world teaching the Emotion Code Seminar, and I get requests all the time from people in all kinds of countries to go there. And... Um, what we did is we actually filmed one of our very best seminars in high definition, and we created uh, what we call the Emotion Code Seminar DVD set. And you can watch as, uh, as I teach you how the Emotion Code works, and we show you how to work with animals. We show you how to do this at a distance. You get to see all kinds of people coming up out of the audience, live examples, and see how we work with them and uh, how we find the trapped emotions. You get to go through the same exercises that the class goes through. It's the same seminar I've taught to rave reviews literally all over the world, and uh, that is something that we rush to your door. Okay, So this is actually a physical package with DVDs in it. You get to sit there and attend the seminar okay, at your leisure, and if you don't get something, you just rewind it and watch it over. It's great. So we send that to you. Now, uh, that's a $297 value on our, on our website. That's the same price as a seminar ticket. Okay? And we also include the chart of emotions, which is a high-quality 3x5 magnet that contains the entire emotion code chart of emotions. So you can quickly find the emotions, and then you can also release them using that same thing, that magnet. So that's in the package also that we send to you right away. Now, the other thing that we send uh, that you actually get for immediate download with this offer is the Emotion Code uh, MP3 audiobook, which is me narrating the whole entire book to you. Okay? So you can, uh, you can take those MP3s, you can uh, burn them to CD, listen to them in your car, you can put them on your iPod, uh, iPod or iPhone, whatever, and, uh, and it's a great companion to the book. And then, of course, we also give you the Emotion Code ebook. Now, the audiobook's a $47.97 uh, value, the ebook's $17 or $18 value, and, uh, and that is the same book as the published book. So the beauty of that is that you can immediately download the book and the audios, start listening, start reading, and then in a few days, you're going to actually get the seminar DVD set. Now, uh, if for any reason you decide that uh, this just isn't for you, you can send back the DVD set and the magnet, okay, and uh, send it back to us within 30 days, we give you all your money back, okay, and you get to keep the Emotion Code MP3s and the ebook as our gift to you because we know that this work is real and that it can, uh, it can really make a difference uh, for your life. And it can be, for some of you, uh, this may be uh, a wonderful way for you to actually change the way you're making a living, like a lot of our other uh, practitioners are doing. We have 600 over 600 practitioners now worldwide who now are doing this and actually uh, making a living doing this. And it's a, a wonderful thing because not only can you get paid, um, and not have to leave your own home, uh, you can literally travel. Uh, all you need is a laptop. Take your laptop with you, and you have your clientele that can span the globe. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a pretty unique way to make a living, and it's beautiful because you're really helping people. 
And the program I've seen and watched the videos, it's such an education. It's just like being in a classroom. And then people get to see exactly how you do the muscle testing and how quick and easy it is and how this works. Right. So to yeah, have that really right, easy. to have that right in front of them to get a visual is really helpful. So, Dr. Brad, thank you so much. Anyone interested in that program, uh, go to thewisdomshow.com under special offers. Dr. Brad, thank you so much for this amazing, life-changing information, for helping a lot of our listeners today. We really appreciate it. Thank you once again for being with us. Thank you, Jean. And we'd like to thank everyone who joined us today. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Wisdom Show. visit us at thewisdomshow.com for access to archives of previous shows and special discount packages offered by our world-renowned experts. Thanks to internetaudiohub.com for our state-of-the-art broadcast sound. Internetaudiohub.com is available for all of your internet audio needs. We look forward to joining you next time on The Wisdom Show.